Welcome to Healthy Vision Talk Radio, the podcast for people in search of a physician with alternative solutions for their eye problems. From the best-selling, award-winning, world's-only homeopathic ophthalmologist, here's your host, Dr. Edward Kondrat. Dorma from the opera Turn Dot. I will conquer, I will conquer. Welcome to Healthy Vision, the talk radio show that helps you conquer your vision loss. Dr. Edward Condrett is a board-certified ophthalmologist and homeopathic doctor, author of seven best-selling books. Healthy Vision is dedicated to bring you the latest information for a lifetime of healthy sight and to help you conquer your eye problems. And now your host, America's favorite eye doctor, Dr. Edward Condrett. Uh, welcome to Healthy Vision. This is your host, Dr. Edward Kondrat, and thank you so much for tuning in uh, to this evening's show. And this evening, we have a special guest, uh, Dr. Gita Shaw. And Dr. Gita Shaw is kind of unique, like myself. She is an ophthalmologist, uh, well-trained in surgical procedures, and has worked many, many years doing uh, traditional surgical ophthalmology, and she has developed a keen interest in alternative therapies, and uh, it's my pleasure to have met her several years ago, and I'm delighted that she's interested in joining me at the Healing the Eye and Wellness Center to help uh, all of you out there who are suffering with eye problems and help, help helping you to learn alternative treatments to help reverse your vision loss. So, Dr. Shaw, thank you so much for joining us on Healthy Vision. Good evening. Good evening, Dr. Conrad. I'm very happy to be on this talk, and um, I'm hoping that I'll be able to um, give some uh, insight into what we are going to talk about. Well, I would like you to share with the listeners how you made the transition from a traditional uh, ophthalmologist doing surgery now to developing an interest in, uh, you know, really treating the person in a different way, kind of getting to the underlying cause. Yeah. So if you could please share your story. Yes. Um, basically, um, my training um, uh, in my home country exposed me to a lot of alternative therapies for your, for, uh, you know, general health as such. I was exposed to homeopathy right from the childhood. And um, I was also exposed to some alternative therapies for cancer. When, uh, when I was in India, my father who was then 80 years old, uh, developed uh, a very bad cancer, uh, cancer of gallbladder. And um, I went to the best of the doctors in India. I even sent a report to Harvard University in Boston, where one of our friends was an oncologist, 
And the everybody said that, you know, nothing can be done. He's 80, and uh, we should leave him alone. We should not put him through all the, you know, um, bad treatments, chemotherapy and all the other treatments. So then I did some alternative therapy for him. I didn't do it, but I found out somebody who was doing it, and he lived. Um, instead of three months that everybody had told me, he lived for 10 years after that, and he did not uh, pass away with that disease. That disease, uh, the cancer was cured long before. So that was how I got interested in alternative therapies more and more. And when I came to USA um, and I started practicing ophthalmology here, I, you know, I came across patients with macular degeneration, patients with diabetic retinopathy, and initially we did, uh, you know, laser therapies for them. But lately, for last, uh, you know, six, seven years, we were uh, talked into doing um, eye injections for diabetic retinopathy, macular degeneration, you know, venous occlusions and stuff like that. And I had my doubts about these therapies, but I, I practiced what, what, was, what was the state of the art um, at that point, I did them till last year. I I have um, you know uh, some. Um, I saw some improvement in patients, but then lots of times these eye injections themselves led to the scarring of the macula, the scarring of the retina, and the patients were left with um, vision loss. Which would have been, um, which was, which was why they came to us in the first place. So, with all those experiences, I thought there should be some alternative ways of therapy. And I had, I came to know Dr. Conrad, and I kind of uh, read about him. I took some courses, and I was happily surprised that there were ways to dealing with these conditions different ways than I was taught. So that's how I came to know about, uh, and I got more and more interested in alternative therapies for the eye disease also. And I guess, uh, you know, as since you are trained in homeopathy, um, you can appreciate the fact that giving an injection is not really treating the underlying cause. It's actually suppressing the disease. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And that's one of the reasons why these injections may benefit the patient short-term, but long-term, they tend to be more detrimental. So I was, first of all, I was really excited to have another ophthalmologist uh, take my training and <laughs> have an interest. And what I do, because unfortunately, as you know, uh, traditional ophthalmologists uh, are not too happy with what we're doing. They feel that we're not practicing the standard of care when actual, well, actually, we are practicing uh, true medicine as a, as a healer. 
I just want to, um, um, you know, interject one of my <clears throat> observations here as when I took uh, microcurrent courses, um, you know, I started taking these courses about seven, eight years ago when um, in Phoenix and um, I tried to implement those, um, that, those microcurrent therapies for my patients. Uh, in my spare time, I did not, you know, initially when I wanted to try them, I wanted to give them the fair trial for four days during my break time. And then I would check the vision before and after the therapy. And uh, they definitely had improvements and they wanted to get more and more of this. But then um, the 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 way I was practicing, my insurance companies did not cover this therapy. So, so um, yes. So my insurance companies told me, called me, and stopped me from doing those therapies because patients were getting uh, benefit, and they called insurance companies, and they were getting afraid. Uh, of me doing these therapies, so I had to stop them. Yeah, and that's really unfortunate because you hear this time and time again. It's not the doctor that practices medicine. It's the insurance companies that practice medicine. So it really prevents the doctor from treating disease as he feels is the best method based on his experience. And I think that is the true practice of medicine. And uh, I think that it's very, very unfortunate, especially when you have patients who are getting injections or maybe have another eye problem like cataract or glaucoma and are losing their vision or not doing well. They need to look at these treatments. So we're coming up to another break. And um, when we come back, we'll be talking more to Dr. Shaw about her particular interests and her particular approach. And also, at the bottom of the hour, we're going to open up the line. So those of you that are listening, if you want to give us a call, you can talk to Dr. Shaw. Also, I'm pleased to announce that Dr. Shaw will be working in the office, so she'll be taking appointments. So we'll be right back after this break. Vision, uh, this is your host, Dr. Edward Kondrat. And with me, and I'm very excited to have Dr. Gita Shaw as a guest on the show, and Dr. Shaw will be joining me at the Healing the Eye Wellness Center. She will be seeing patients. So if you're interested in booking a consult with Dr. Shaw, you can give the office a call at 800-430-9328. But uh, let's get back to uh, the work at hand, Dr. Shaw. Let's say yeah. uh, someone is recently diagnosed with macular degeneration glaucoma or some serious eye problem. What advice do you give them based on your experience? Um, with my traditional ophthalmology background, I would straight jump uh, for glaucoma. I would definitely jump onto the medications for glaucoma. I had patients who were taking three or four different kinds of drops. And then, of course, when um, the pressure of their eyes was not controlled, I would have to uh, refer them to glaucoma specialists for 
surgery or laser, and of course, those surgeries were not straightforward. So they would be met with a lot of um, pros and cons, uh, lots of complications sometimes, and the end result was a slow decrease in the vision in spite of all the therapies that we would have tried by then. Uh, so this was the traditional approach. Also for macular degeneration, uh, we would advise them uh, to take vitamins, but we would never spend too much time explaining them about the proper nutrition. And uh, uh, as I read more and more about how much important it was to take proper nutrition, organic food, organic plant-based food, more green leafy vegetables and fruits, and the ratio ratio of fruits to the vegetables. You know, you can't just take more fruits and less vegetables. So all those things were very, very important. And the other problem I had uh, was the time constraint. You know, we never had enough time to spend with patients. You know, we were supposed to go on to the standard of care, and the standard of care was to take the picture of the back of the eye, what is called as OCT, and see if there was any wet macular degeneration, and then immediately start talking to them about the different shots. Uh, you know, Evastin, uh, Macugen, Aelia, all those kinds of shots. So that was the standard of treatment, but now I think I'm going to pay more a bit working with Dr. Conrad. Um, I would have more time to talk to patients about their nutrition, uh, their, you know, zinc and chromium levels are also very, very important for uh, macular degeneration and glaucoma. Uh, different modalities of treatment like microcurrent, which I always wanted to practice, and I was not able to practice that. So I'm so glad that I will be able to witness, witness all those treatments and the benefits that the patients uh, receive from having those treatments. So I'm really delighted that I would be part of this healing process for patients and um, um, advise them appropriately. Also, as far as the nutrition is concerned, I, you know, I would tell people about omega-3, but I would always add to that, and I would say, I will not advise you fish oil for various reasons, um, uh, because of the contamination uh, with mercury and all those other issues with fish oil. But also, I am a vegetarian person, so even to talk about fish oil was against my religion. So I would tell my patients that apart from the real side effects from fish oil, my 
religious background will not allow me to talk to you about fish oil. And so I myself take plant-based omega-3, and those are available, and I would advise people to take those any day better than fish oil. Yeah, so, and I agree with uh, you. I agree with you about the fish oil that uh, I think there's a problem. Fish oils become rancid at room temperature. Uh, they're contaminated with mercury, and also their longer-chain fatty acids that are not absorbed by the cell is readily. People need omega oils, but they should be plant-based oils. And, you know, you also bring up a very important point. I think that the patient's spirituality and religious belief always needs to be considered in their evaluations and, and diagnosis. I think many doctors have shunned away from spirituality and religion. And I think it should be part of a medical practice that one time early in the history of medicine, uh, religion and medicine practice hand in hand. Uh, so maybe you could share with us a little bit about your uh, spiritual belief and how absolutely you maybe would yeah, and how yes, you, I, you use that to help patients. Right, right. So first of all, I want to emphasize this point that we are essentially spiritual beings, you know. We are having this uh, human experience on this earth. And uh, that's why we have this body, we have this mind, we have this intellect, but we are much more than just the body, mind, and intellect. We are that eternal beings, you know, our essence. Our essence is the spirit that dwells in us. And that spirit is ever-living. It's ever, ever happy and ever peaceful. But what we have done is we have taken ourselves to be this small little human being with limited capacities, limited you know, bodily capacities, mental capacities, and then we suffer in the bargain just because we took ourselves to be different than who we are, essentially. <laughs> so so I, think, I think that sometimes, I think sometimes if you're aware of maybe your spiritual disharmony, I think maybe... A spiritual disharmony sometimes contributes to your eye problem. Uh, not only a spiritual disharmony, but just a disharmony or imbalance in your life. And that's why I, I really have a passion for homeopathy, because homeopathy looks at these imbalances. Sometimes a simple homeopathic remedy can correct the imbalance in the body and also correct the imbalance in the eye and uh, vision and, uh, and yeah. help the body heal itself. <clears throat> yeah, I think the homeopathic beliefs, homeopathic beliefs are more towards um, making person more uh, spiritual, you know, because once the homeostasis is achieved, when the body, mind, intellect, you know, is in harmony with each other, then the person has more time to look within, 
more um, interest to look within as to who we are essentially. And once that well, we're coming up. Uh, we're coming up to another break, and folks would like to open up the line. So, if you do have a question for Dr. Shaw or myself, would love to hear from you. You can reach us at six zero two two seven seven five three six nine. That's six zero two two seven seven five three six nine, or you can call toll free eight six six five three six. 1100. That's 866-536-1100. So the lines are open and we come back. We'll be taking calls. Also, uh, Dr. Shaw will be joining me at the Healing the Eye and Wellness Center. I'm very delighted that she'll be helping with consultations and treatments. So if you're interested in scheduling an appointment with Dr. Shaw, you can give the office a call at 800 800- Four three zero nine three two eight. We'll be right back after, after this break, and would like to hear from you. Healthy vision, and uh, we do have the lines open. So, if you're interested in asking a question, either to myself or Dr. Shaw, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach us at six zero two two seven seven five three six nine, or toll free eight six six. Five three six eleven hundred, and we do have a knock on the door. We have Lydia from Maryland. Lydia, welcome to Healthy Vision. Yes, um, good evening, um, Doctor Conrad and Doctor Shah. Uh, Doctor Conrad, I have already talked to you personally. I am one of your patients, and um, I did my first talk with you way back last year. I think in November. And I never got around to doing the second talk. And I would also like to say that I appreciate very much that you have Dr. Shah now in your office. Um, on um, May 27th, you sent an email talking about um, um, that you were in Europe uh, in a conference about homeopathy. And uh, you said you would be able to do a special treatment. Um, we would have to go to our ophthalmologist to do the following, like a visual, um, a vision, a visual field uh, test, and uh, and so forth. So I went to my local ophthalmologist, and she said, "Well, I'm only doing this visual field test once a year." But you were asking to do it, do the homeopathic treatment with my eye drops for one month and do before and after. Um, well, we, the can test. Probably, we can probably accept the visual field test that was done a year ago, but we're looking at the effectiveness of, of homeopathy, so we do want to get some good uh, baseline measurements, you know, with the yeah. acuity. And uh, yes. visual field, and also your pressure, your eye pressure. Yes, I uh, I'm going to see my eye doctor again. Oh, right. um, excuse me for Just in case, in case some of the listeners are wondering what we're talking about, I studied uh, with a brilliant homeopath in the Netherlands, Dr. Jan Schulten, uh, who has a unique approach uh, with some uh, new homeopathic remedies that might be effective for eye disease. So I'm um, looking forward 
to uh, using this treatment uh, to help people who are losing their vision, who uh, are, aren't satisfied. I think homeopathy can be a wonderful treatment for any yeah. condition, especially yeah, in the I eye. Have, so. I have, um, you probably don't remember me, but I have glaucoma. So, um, and um, I went to see her um, a few weeks ago, but we didn't do the visual field test because she said, I, sh- I need to come back in September and do it. Uh, because mm-hmm. she does it only... Well, send me, yeah. uh, send me the records. And for those of you that are listening, we we do have, uh, if, if you're interested in homeopathic treatment, you know, give the office a call at 800-430-9328, and we can talk to you about the different programs that we have. But uh, Dr. Shaw is here, and Dr. Shaw also has a keen interest in homeopathy. She grew up with homeopathy in yeah. India. And see, she's going to be a really nice uh, addition to the practice. Yeah. Well, and I'm German. I I have been living in the States for a long time. And I'm German, and I've been also growing up with homeopathy. So it's it's not unfamiliar to me. That's why I'm very keen, um, you know, that you have that treatment. Shall I then wait? Till the beginning of September, till I get the visual field test, or would you be able just to accept that one uh, that I, think I it's probably sent best, you? I think it's probably best that we get the recent visual field test because okay. I want something up to date, up to date. Uh, you know when I yeah. teach you, so I think that would be best. So okay. I I can till the beginning of September, and then I call your office send them everything, and then I could have a talk with you and get this um, homeopathic treatment. Right. And then we want to make certain that uh, you do have a nice response because sometimes in homeopathy we need to change the remedy if the first remedy doesn't work. For example, when Mm. I was cured of my asthma, uh, it was the third remedy that cured me of my asthma. It wasn't the first one. Ah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's the process. Uh, okay, I want to thank you so much for the call, and I'll look forward to working with you, but I want to get back to Dr. Shaw. Dr. Shaw, you know, uh, yeah, you, you, have a, you have an interest in, um, uh, you know, uh, organic I, I vegetarian diet, and I think that um, uh, with your interest in Ayurvedic medicine, it's going to put a whole yes. new dimension. You know, I believe that food is the best medicine. You are what you eat. Uh, but uh, I'm just curious, can you explain to the listeners the Ayurvedic approach to selecting yes. the proper <laughs> vegetarian diet? Absolutely. Ayurveda, the word Ayurveda, Ayur means, um, you know, lifespan. And Veda means knowledge, the, you know, the body of knowledge. So... Uh, this Ayurveda comes from our scriptures, Indian scriptures. And um, the basic uh, principle of Ayurveda is that we have the disease arises because of the imbalance between the three basic uh, um, things in our body. They are known as Kapha, Vata and Sita. And uh, uh, when there is imbalance between those three 
uh, aspects of our body composition, then we develop, develop different diseases. Like, you know, vata means vayu. Vayu means gas, you know, and pita means, you know, in, um, in common language, we can um, say, um, you know, the thing that brings on acidity or hyperacidic things, you know, but it has, you know, just not the stomach acidity problem, but vast uh, uh, other implications on the body. And when we say kapha, kapha means related to the respiratory system. You know, um, so uh, imbalances between those three things can cause the disease. Now, you would be surprised to uh, <clears throat> listen to this, that arthritis in Ayurveda is considered to be a disease of vata. And that's why it's also known as sandiva. In, uh, in the Ayurvedic language. Sandhi means joint and Va means Vata. And that means it's a problem related to the gas movement in the body. So <clears throat> when an Ayurvedic doctor treats arthritis, he's paying more attention to taking that aspect of the body, to take care of the, that aspect of the imbalance. Mainly. So, um, yes, um, in my home... Uh, uh, Dr. Shah, let me ask you this. Let's say, you yes. know, we have wet macular degeneration, dry. Uh, we have different types of glaucoma. Uh, do you think your knowledge of Ayurvedic medicine can maybe make a more selective diet for someone perhaps who has wet yes, macular I, versus dry? And, and right. So we need to when we interview any patients or, you know, take their history, we will have to uh, make a decision as to what is the pre-pondering um, element in their body composition or in Ayurveda, it's also called dosha. Dosha means defect. So if we find out what kind of imbalance exists, then there are different kind of uh, vegetarian spices and vegetarian remedies and vegetarian diets that we would recommend to those people to take care of that issue. And we would hope that taking care of that aspect of the body composition will make an Im impact on the eye health also. Yeah, very, so, very interesting. You know, we're coming up to another break, uh, so if you're listening and you want to give us a call, either to Dr. Shah or myself, the lines are open, 602-277-5369, or you can reach us toll-free at 866-536-1100. And we come back, we'll be talking a little bit more about the Ayurvedic approach to diet, and then also I'm going to try to get Dr. Shah to share with us some other things that she has learned over the years to help people with chronic eye disease. So we'll be right back after this break. Uh, welcome back to Healthy Vision. And this is your host, Dr. Edward Kondrat. With me is Dr. Shaw. And we do have a 
knock on the door. We have Charles from Denver. Charles, welcome to Healthy Vision. Thank you for calling. Thank you very much. I'm listening. Uh, I have a loved one who uh, has a macular degeneration problem, uh, which is dry in one eye and wet in the other. And my call is about stem cell progress and stem cell treatment, and I have a question about what progress is being made in this area. Specifically, I have heard that there, there are doctors in India who had considerable progress practicing this. I wonder if there is uh, any progress that uh, is known about or new uh, methods or treatments or uh, what progress you've had, Dr. Kondrat, uh, with your patients well, in this regard. Well, I just got back from um, a World Ophthalmology Congress in Barcelona, and also I did some studying in Bremen, Germany, uh, with some top retinal specialists. And unfortunately, the stem cell approach is not that magic bullet that you would think. They have derived retinal pigment epithelial cells from, from embryos, and uh, the results have been marginal and disappointing simply because the retina is a very complex tissue. as many, many different layers. We can grow stem cells from one layer, but it just doesn't bring the health back to the eye. There is some promise with uh, retinal uh, transplantation where they actually will transplant part of the retina and put it back in the macula. That seems to have a little bit more success. Now, where I'm using stem cells, I'm using stem cells intravenously. So stem cells, you know, our body has the, a natural ability to heal itself. And the body heals itself uh, by existing stem cells that circulate. So when you cut yourself, you know, you don't have to go for stem cell therapy. Your body has stem cells. So, which will go there and help heal that wound. But unfortunately, when you're 70 or 80, you got old stem cells. So I've had some success injecting uh, cord stem cells into an individual with macular degeneration. And those circulating stem cells seem to have a regenerative effect. But most of my benefit, most of my success is using microcurrent. And as Dr. Shaw spoke, really looking at the diet taking care of mineral deficiencies. In other words, getting to the bottom of the problem. Uh, so, Dr. Shaw, you want to make some comments? Well, let me ask yeah. before you say just one, one quick one before you go on. Does repeated stem cell treatments have more effect uh, than one-time treatments, or oh, is it a one-time affair? We have some patients that get a, an IV, uh, and then they're back three to six months later because they saw a benefit, and they want to get that additional benefit. You know, as the body ages, so does your stem cell. But it's interesting. Microcurrent stimulates existing stem cells. So that may be a mechanism of how microcurrent can help uh, rejuvenate uh, the retina. Mm -hmm. But I want Dr. Well, Shaw to make you. a comment about the diet and, and nutrition, which I think is really important. Yeah, I would, I would think that um, along with the IV stem cells, um, if the microcurrent was done at the same time and that patients did that um, at their home also, those stem cells would be stimulated 
to perform better. And also, of course, the diet and nutrition stays uh, no matter what therapy you're doing. Uh, you're go you are going to um, have the stem cells have the proper tissue where they can lodge and they can um, make that tissue as their home and try to uh, reproduce and make the retinal cells that you needed with, you know, where you had macular degeneration. So all those things are possible with the proper nutrition because that gives the proper background to the tissue to lodge. That's what I believe. Yeah, you know what? It's, it's kind of like a farmer buying expensive seeds. If you throw the seeds on dry soil without sunlight and water, they're not going to thrive. So That's if right. you receive stem cells, you need to have healthy nutrition, uh, the proper mineral balance that will eliminate the toxins. And it's interesting, the microcurrent can act as a, as a homing device to kind of guide yes. the stem cells. So usually when we do intravenous stem cells, uh, we apply the microcurrent to the eye with certain frequencies to try to drive the stem cells to that area. So it takes, it's a little bit more. Stem cells are not that magic bullet. If you're looking for a miracle with stem cells, it just doesn't exist. It can be a good adjunctive treatment. But there are many other things that you can do. Oh, and I'd be happy to give you a copy, a free copy of my best-selling book, essentials to save your site, just give the office a call and they can send it to you. That'll give you a lot of good information. I don't know if we lost Charles. Um, uh, he's gone. Okay. Um, so, uh, Dr. Shaw, we're a couple minutes left in the show, and I just want you to close with some other thoughts that you have regarding treating eye diseases and uh, 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 vision problems um, that can be helpful to the listening audience. <clears throat> right. Um, I also, um, you know, uh, took some courses on color, color therapy, and also um, um, I would put emphasis on exercise, because regular exercise also improves the circulation all over the body, including the eyes, you know, so, uh, and the light therapy. You know, light therapy is also very important, and I see that all those modalities of treatment have to be done together with microcurrent and nutrition to get the best benefit from and the cumulative effect from all those therapies. Um, hyperbaric oxygen, also another way to improve the circulation. Um, heavy metal, uh, heavy metal testing is very important. And uh, if we find out that uh, mercury or anything like that is there, then we have to advise uh, patients appropriately because um, all the modalities of treatment would work better if uh, there is not that much load of heavy metals in the body. 
So detoxification is also important. Chelation is, comes into play when we talk about heavy metal accumulation in the body. So uh, th those are some of the other important aspects of uh, treating this uh, mac macular degeneration um, and glaucoma. And, of course, I consider even diabetic retinopathy to be a vascular phenomena apart from, you know, the sugar level and that we have to control with medications and everything. But all these conditions can be treated, better treated with um, nutritional therapy and heavy metal. Uh, so we're coming up, uh, unfortunately, we're coming up to a close on healthy vision. The time went very quickly, and I want to thank you so much, Dr. Shaw, for being a guest. And also, I want to thank you so much for your uh, interest in joining the Healing the Eye Wellness Center. You're going to be a phenomenal addition giving a whole new dimension, another set of eyes, excuse the pun, to help patients who are suffering with vision loss. So, and, and folks, if you're a new time listener, uh, visit our website, healingvi.com, all one word, healingvi.com. And if you're interested in obtaining my best-selling book free, give the office a call at 800 Four three zero nine three two eight. And I want to thank all of you for listening. Uh, this is your host, Dr. Andrea wishing you good health and clear vision. We hope you enjoyed today's broadcast. If you'd like to learn more about alternative eye treatments, access free reports, or subscribe to Dr. Kondrat's newsletter, visit us at HealingTheEye.com. If you enjoyed today's show, please write a review. We love hearing from listeners. To hear more episodes about alternative eye treatments, click subscribe and download all of our previous shows. We wish you good health and clear vision.